what was the moment when you thought, actually, maybe I could change things here? So I think it was twofold. One was a year after we purchased our first home in Auckland, we decided, oh, let's check, you know, how our mortgage is going. What have we paid off? And my husband and I were both just so shocked at how disproportionate the interest was compared to actual principal that was paid off. So from memory, throughout the year, we'd paid about $35,000 in mortgage repayments and $30,000 of that went to interest and only five went to principal. And we were just like, oh my gosh, $30,000, that is a lot of money then and a lot of money now. Like that's like three really nice trips to Fiji or something. So we're like, this is this right? Like, is this normal? This bit doesn't really sound right to be paying so much in interest. And so that was the first thing. And another thing is my husband works in IT. He was kind of going through a lot of restructures and I guess in his industry at the time, companies were kind of deciding between having outsourced IT or in-house. And so it was a stark reality where we were like, if he loses his job, we would not be able to pay the bills. And we hadn't even thought about that. You know, when we bought the house, we didn't have an emergency fund at the time. We didn't even know what that was. So that was when we were like, okay, we actually have to do something because something's not right here. It just doesn't feel like we're on top of things. You start to get those little hints of how precarious life can be. Like you say, you know, if I lose my job, what happens with the house? And it doesn't, I mean, it's, it's can be really bad if you own the house, but also if you're renting, you know, we all need a roof over our head. As you say, it's it's quite funny. At the beginning of the mortgage journey, it sounds like you had a table mortgage, which means that all of the interest, you pay that off first and you only pay off your actual purchase price of the house way down the track. And it's not that banks are necessarily hiding this from us or mortgage brokers or whoever you go through. It's just that it's often in the process, there's so much to talk about that they don't necessarily explain this, that if you make the standard payments, it's almost all on interest. Yet if you make extra payments, it goes on to the original purchase price, the principal, and is way more powerful. And nobody takes the time to really sit down and go through that with you. And then you, as you say, you have this moment where you look at the bill and you think, what is going on? All my money's going to the bank and not my house. Yes, completely. And I think also at the time, you know, even though we were lucky that we bought in 2014, which I know now to everyone else, I'd be like, wow, that was a great time to buy. But at the time, there was a lot of stories being like, no one can afford a house, just try and get a foot on the ladder. So I think we were just really distracted with, oh, we're so lucky that they even want to lend us money. Let's just take it and not really asking the questions that we should have had either or looking further at into it ourselves like you said obviously everyone's busy and the mortgage broker just wants to make sure you're able to get your loan and get your house and yeah I think we just kind of rushed past the whole process and just concentrated on getting our foot in the door really yeah as so many of us do so you had this moment you're looking at mortgage payments and you're thinking what on earth what was the next step like from there what 
what changes did you decide to make? Or even, you know, how did you start to pick up a bit more information to decide what changes you wanted to make? So basically, it was my husband's idea. So I'll give him the credit. He was like, we need to get rid of this mortgage. And I remember thinking, that's not a thing. Like, what do you mean? People have mortgages for, you know, we had signed on a 30-year. And, you know, I didn't know anyone around us that had paid off their mortgage early. So I was just kind of a bit surprised that he even said that and that it was a bit weird, to be honest, in the beginning. But then what I did was I went on Google and I actually found a lot of stories of other people paying off their mortgages and some in New Zealand, a lot overseas. And I guess I kind of went down the rabbit warren of, you know, finding fire and a lot of, I guess, personal finance blogs and videos, podcasts. Like I said, I've been listening to your podcast for quite a while now and reading a lot of books as well and just really teaching myself about personal finance because, you know, we're not taught it in school. Even though I did a Bachelor of Property where we learnt, you know, finance and property finance, I never actually thought about applying that to my personal life. It was all just very business oriented. So it was, yeah, just really teaching myself the basics. And the first really practical step, I guess, is very cliche that everyone says, but it's important is having a budget or just a plan. Because I guess a plan is just you being able to be intentional with exactly where your money is going to go. And I was actually doing some decluttering the other day and I found this notebook and that was actually one of our first budgets. It was literally handwritten. So it doesn't need to be a fancy spreadsheet. It was handwritten like income, best expenses. And then we worked out there was leftover, even though there wasn't leftover in the first year on paper, there should be leftover. So that was one of the really big steps and still to this day, I check my spending every week and we do a budget every month before we get paid. And yeah, I think that was pretty much how we started and just moving in the right direction, not trying to be perfect and knowing everything before you start is also important. I think that's so true, especially when, you know, as you say, you were successful people, you had careers, you were smart people, you'd always been good at things like maths. And I think it can be somewhat confronting when you're used to thinking of yourself as a successful onto-it person and realizing, actually, I'm not doing as well in this area as I could be. There are so many options that I haven't even been looking at. It can be a little confronting, do you think, to have to sort of take on that role of student again and learn again? Did you find that difficult mentally? No, and I just loved, you know, watching the videos and reading. And I also found um, personal development at a similar time. So I was, that really helped propel me forward in terms of trying to improve myself and really changing your mindset. I really believe that's the key because that's going to affect how you feel about something and then make it easier for you to take action. Love that. And as well, when you say about, you know, it sounds simple, but starting with a budget, I get asked to do speaking events quite often. And one of the things that I often talk about is don't neglect the core. You know, the the core things 
that are, they feel boring, they feel too simple, but they're what all the other fun things are built off. And you can't do anything with your money until you have found some extra somewhere, whether it's that you are spending less or you are earning more or you're doing a bit of both. That's really powerful if you're able to do both. But you need some sort of cushion that you then direct towards your goals, right? You can't do anything without that. Yeah, definitely. And also just, I guess, because like you said, it, there is actually a lot of information and I think some people do find it overwhelming in the beginning because different people have different opinions and maybe just finding one and say, okay, I'm just going to follow their steps and then I can learn more and then switch it up if I need to as well, not getting kind of caught up in oh, which one is the best one and they're not choosing anything at all. And in the beginning, we were actually listening to Dave Ramsey a lot. And I know he's a little bit out there for some people. Controversial sometimes, but has helped some people. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I found we didn't follow it to the T, but I did find his framework of the baby steps quite helpful that it was just very simple and you could kind of break down your journey into little goals as well. Excellent. And this is, again, I, this is what I always say is take what works for you and ignore the rest, right? You know, if those baby steps from Dave Ramsey work for you, then awesome. That's, that's all that matters is that you found something that works. 